what a shame to see me this way You're so fine, can't look away It's like I'm holding my tongue, I just hope I don't bite it Why am I fighting? Is it cause I'm excited? Yeah, oopsie, excuse me My name is Yo, 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 you tuning into the No Yes Man podcast It's the homie New no, Future no, Flash no. in the building yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We got... You know, it's your boy, Ralph underscore underscore hat. Y'all go check me out. Follow me on all my platforms. We got the big homie Sam from Philly. Say what's up, Sam. Yo, 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 yo. Coming, coming to you live, live from the, from the 215. 215. And, uh, and I'm in the, I'm in the middle, middle of a storm, storm, so, so get shaky. shaky. I'm like I'm Nelly. Like Nelly. <laughs> hey, we got... Marvin. <laughs> That's all you get? That's all you no get. No contact info. <laughs> Don't bother me. <laughs> Don't bother Marvin at all. We, got, we, we got, need, we know, need Marvin when he got free time. Don't, Don't contact him. We got the big homie Sam from Philly. Say what's up. We got... It's your boy, no, yeah. Superstar Guala Barber, Extraordinaire, Braden, Extraordinaire, Marking, Extraordinaire, was percolating everybody. Hey. Shout out my man just being extraordinary. Trying to hear something. That's all you get. That's all you get. No contact. You know the sound? Got an echo. Is your, is your volume on? On your live? Uh-uh. No? Right. I ain't want no, no echo. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, we, we good. We good. Everything's yeah. good in the hood. All right. So how are everybody doing, about, bro? I know, I know last week we was talking about a little bit of this pandemic, a little bit of this protest, but it don't seem like it's slowing down at all. No, it ain't slowing down at all. People still protesting, man. I'm with I'm with all of it too. Every single last bit of it. Yeah. Um. So we we actually went out to the protest. Y'all y'all been there? No, I ain't no, been at the protest yet, bro. I've been at work, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah. I've been at work, bro. Well, I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but when I was. You said what? I said I'm coming to you live from the front line. Oh, from the front line of Philly. How's it over there? I saw some videos, bro. Say what? They won't tell you, but it's peaceful. It's peaceful? That's what I was saying, because me and Marvin went out there last Saturday, and basically everybody was giving each other water and food and stuff, and everybody was showing love. Um, there was a whole bunch of white people, Spanish people, black people out there. I seen a there. lot of that too. People giving out water, making yeah. sure everybody was straight. And then I wake up in the morning to a whole bunch of saying that it was rioting and looting and all of that stuff. Um, so I kind of got weird feelings about it. What y'all think? Um, I feel like all of it is warranted. I feel like it's people getting their frustrations out. So... I'm not going to tell you how not to get your frustrations out. Not when it comes to this situation where another unarmed black person has been taken away from this world again. Because it's just, it's getting ridiculous. And we ain't getting no answers. And I just feel like if you feel like you need to tear stuff up until you get your answer you want, then do that. We can protest. I'm with that too. Diluting. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them straight up. It's been it's been fuck us. I, I, like fuck that, fuck all that stuff. If they took it, they took it. So I mean, like, shit. But this this is what I, I mean. I'm I'm okay with everybody doing what they want to do and protest the way they want to. But I'm also saying like be also mindful and cognizant of what you're doing. Like looting, 
a black-owned business, I don't see how that's helping. No, that's see, not helping. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of what's going. I've that's seen not that even, that's not even like, the that's, sideways That doesn't stuff. even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to do it, do it to the ones that aren't really supporting or not trying to help support exactly. their own. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, but, see, just, but from what I saw, I mean, Heck and I were out there over three hours. Mm-hmm. There was no incident, no bickering back and forth. Um we didn't even see like the presence of a counter protest. So it was just like everybody was on the same page. And even the, the police officers at the different intersections we passed through, it wasn't like a huge amount of disrespect until we were getting ready to leave. And we ran across this lady that was just irate because they had uh, popped off a couple tear gas, uh, tear gas cans in, in the air. And um, one of them was in the face of her son. It didn't hit him directly, but the effect of tear gas, you mm-hmm. know. Right and it, it seems like, you know, we have a right to protest. It's a peaceful protest, but it seems like it's always an outside force coming in, agitating, and making it unruly to where they say, okay, now we can shut it down. I want to say that that's the exact same thing that I saw even when I was at work. Because when I was at work, I was watching multiple people live. Mm-hmm. Of the whole thing from watching his live to seeing him out there to when people was out there when it was tear gas to when people was out there and they was they was setting off fireworks in front of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. They said they said so I forgot what they said on fire, but they said something on fire. Yeah, see, like, I saw and I saw all of it. It, it didn't go crazy like that into the tear gas. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and the tear gas are still like. What is they doing wrong? Why, why was that necessary? Yeah, why was it needed? Because you're supposed to be allowed to protest wherever. And um, so that was one incident that we saw that kind of got me like, what's going on? And then when I saw the videos of the police putting bricks in front of people's stores, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a construction zone. Why are you just putting pallets of bricks? Yeah, they were dropping bricks on the corner. Crazy. Exactly. Setting so up the arena. So when... You in Philly, I seen a whole bunch of videos of Philly of them like basically like destroying the cop cars and pushing them down the road and stuff like that. What experience are you getting out there? So right now they have the city basically shut down. So you can't really get through like inner city Philadelphia right now. So like I was out in Northtown, which is on a suburb of Philadelphia. And out there, there's like peaceful protests, right? They're they're going into the street. They're stopping stopping the organizing it to the point where every eight minutes on the hour, so they go and they kind of disrupt traffic a little bit, but just to kind of be heard. The cops are out there. Nobody's causing a ruckus or nothing like that. People are speaking. People are being heard. And then you know you go back on the sidewalk and you ask people to you know hunt for support of George Floyd and support of injustices and stuff like that. So I haven't seen anything where people are really being, you know, ag- like aggressive towards the cops or, you know, people are kind of arguing. I was at a press conference for the, um, they were trying to get rid of a, um, the senator. Um, and there was this one guy who like stepped out, but usually those outliers are like, pretty much identified and everybody kind of ignores them. Like this one dude stepped up like, oh, I'm here. You guys want to start a fight? Let's, let's start a fight. And everybody's like, dude, you know what I mean? Get out of here. Like we're not here for all that. Um, so I think people are just kind of wanting to be heard and they're finally getting their voice. And I, I don't see it stopping, which is what I. 
yeah. for those other officers to get charged. We we finally got that, and people are still out there just because I think we're at the point where we want this to be the last fucking time that we're, you know what I mean, protesting and stuff, and we're having a really voiceless opinion of like, yo, do you guys not see what you're doing to us out here on a, like a large scale, and on a, now with that is being videoed and stuff like that, you can't hide it. Like, people are being exposed, and finally it's like, okay, well, let's get those people out of here. Let's get those statues out of here. Like, but the crazy thing and is, that's what I'm seeing. The crazy thing is, this is the biggest protest in history. You know what I'm saying? And um, I kind of feel like we people need to, yeah, people need to choose to be on the right side of this thing because there's NBA players, there's NFL players losing their jobs because of this. And it's finally everybody's views is coming to the forefront, huh? Yeah, yeah, you can't hide it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys feel like you said you don't care if they loot and stuff like that, but do you feel like that's setting the message back? No. No? But but to interject, no. if, you, if you look at just right here in Raleigh, when our curfew started, it was at 8 o'clock. But then they went three nights, peaceful protests, so they moved it back to 10. But what that's telling me is that with the amount of coverage and attention that's been brought in to the agitators, the people that are coming in from outside, the people that are paid to stir up and yeah. disturb these protests are being exposed. Yeah, so that's being shut down so they have a different tactic. What I did notice today that was different is um, I saw three or four different videos of black guys coming up just out of the blue with the long drawn out conversation about white privilege doesn't exist and hmm. just basically saying, you know, you got to get out of your own way and, and do different things. But to me, everybody is bringing in white privilege and all of this. This is really about police brutality. 100%. And mm -hmm. white people are starting to see the police brutality and starting to experience it. Look at the 72-year-old uh, guy that got pushed down in Buffalo this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They I mean he was just standing now, there. Did he, he die? He, yeah. I think so. I don't I don't know if he died or not, but yeah. I know he was you know, he was just they basically laying there unresponsive. He was bleeding out of one of his ears. And they were walking right by him. Yeah, and it it was like one cop reached to offer aid and they just pulled him away and pushed him to go past. And then I read a few minutes ago they had a huge number of officers resign because of the way the two officers that pushed him down were treated. So it's not like they resigned and saying, we sympathize with the people. They are saying, you know, we're just carrying out orders. This is the way we're supposed to act, so we're just going to quit crazy. if we can't, you know, stand by our fellow yeah. officers to issue this type of treatment. That's why. It was 57 of them. <laughs> that's that's, that's, how, that's you know, how I feel. So that's utterly ridiculous. I said, I said this two weeks ago. I said, this is a human issue. Everybody's trying to push. I feel like all of these videos that we're pushing on the on the news and everything, it's making it divisive. You know what I'm saying? Um, they show the protesters. When I was out there, bro, there was just as many white people as black people. In the news, all they show was black people protesting. But the crazy thing is my mentor would go and say, he says that all the time. He's like, bro, you'll see more white people fighting for black people's rights. 100%. Minorities' rights more than their own minorities themselves. 100%. But then, crazy. in retrospect, when they show the people defending, defending the businesses, there's just as many black people defending their businesses as white people. But they don't show that. They just show the white people. 
So it's showing a divide that's not really there. They're trying to push the racism narrative when this whole thing is systematic because the police, we talked about how they're trained. We talked about how they're picked. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not really the cream of the crop when it comes to people. But I mean, they, we already saw a post like literally just earlier yeah. that showed like how many hours that it takes to be a trained police officer versus even just somebody in barber school. Like the hours is crazy. I went to barber to school out of, out of public safety complex. So it was <laughs> police officers graduating while I'm still going to class. Yeah. So, so did you guys see when those two police tried to arrest that FBI agent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what we're, you know what I'm saying, dealing with as a society. And I feel like we talk about this is a police, we're all in police state. Every one of the, our, our states are in police state. They have unlimited rights, unlimited guidelines. They, they can do whatever they want. And he was saying something about the curfew thing. And I I, I feel a way about that. I have My mom never gave me a curfew. So how the hell you telling me I got I to gotta be home by eight? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's against my rights. You talk about it's, it's, we're supposed to be allowed to protest. So how are you telling me I can't protest past eight? Which one of our rights make more, you know what I'm saying, precedes the other one? How come How come you can tell me I can't protest, but you can't hear hear the protest? Because they try to flip it and use the law of the land. So thus, if the government creates a law that they mandate, and that means we of the land have to abide by that law. But our taxes by the roads. So these roads are ours. They're not theirs. So how can you tell me I can't be on the road past eight? Well, well if we go in that route, I mean, playing devil's advocate, technically, the land you own ain't technically really yours. 100%. But see, that's, <laughs> but say, that's the true. issue. So that's, what if you think you own something, you really don't own it. That's the yeah, issue. That's true. That's the issue. And that's I, why you pay taxes on and it. And I watch. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, exactly why you, you pay taxes on it, because you're still borrowing it from them. They want their cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, I saw, um, I was watching this dude on YouTube. He's a, um, one of those spiritual people, you know, that gives like advice or whatever. And he was basically Talk saying. Talking about Master and the Man? <laughs> <laughs> say that again, Sam. What you say, man? Everybody go follow my boy Sam, Sam YouTube. Sam. Shout it out, Sam, one more time. Sam YouTube, Channel we need views and subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Views, <laughs> yeah. and views, subscribers. and sh- like, subscribe, share, share, and turn on the post notification bell. Make sure yeah. you go check out Master and the Man. Add, the, add the um the sound bar. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. <laughs> yeah, but um he was basically he he was basically <laughs> he was basically saying we're America's pets. You know what I'm saying? When when people say this is my hood, my block, this is my city, like it's a joke because they can come in at any time and take it from you, take your life from you. They're not coming in. They dropping bombs. Either way, you know what I'm saying. In so the middle of the night. So that's why I feel like every week we preach ownership. You know what I'm saying? We preach supporting each other because when I was at the protest and I saw how many people was out there versus how many cops was out there, I don't feel like if everybody's united, they can win. They can't. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is but the thing is we really gotta be united. Yeah, everybody. And exactly. the thing the, the exactly. thing about being yeah. united is we we really as a unit have to start putting our money where our mouth is. And the problem see this and is the problem the part. Just get everybody to buy in. Okay. And see this is the problem I have with making this a completely black issue. Right? When you watch that video and you zoom out, the cop that was blocking the people off was Asian. 
the guy who called the cops was was um, Arab. So the problem is all these cultures are watching this happen as well. So this is more than a black issue. This is a human issue because everybody needs to step in. Like like we talked about last week, you know what I'm saying? Like we're willing to pull over on the side of the road to take an animal out the road. So how can we watch a person get choked out like that? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like for me, I, I mean, I agree, but I feel like <laughs> the reason why I think the the whole the Black Lives Matter thing is so strong is because it, this is not the first time. It, this has been going on for so long. So long. And, and like, you know what I'm saying, there's multiple cases just within this one year alone. Within this, you this month. Saying? Yeah, this month, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just yeah. stacking up. And it's like, bro, like, I mean, what what more do you want us to do? Like, I mean, think about it. It's like my, I talked to my dad the other night, and it's like I had to tell him, like, thank you like yeah. for, for raising me the right way, like training me in, like, what to do in scenarios because, like, my dad was like trying to raise and teach a young black man, your son, how to be in America is not easy. You know what I'm saying? How to live out here. He's like, the best thing you can do is be upfront and honest. Like, it's not going to be fair. You're going to get pulled over for just being black. You know what I'm saying? This is just what you have to deal with. People might, Other people might not understand that. But see, the only reason why that's a thing is because I feel like not enough people are stepping up. You know what I'm saying? Because I watched Hassan Minaj talk about, because he's Indian, but he talked about all the Asians, period. He said every culture needs to contribute to this, like it's their their problem too. That's the only way you're going to fix a system that is broken like that. But the only only way that's going to work is, like I said, we have to really put our money behind it. That's how it's going to be serious. That's how we, that's when, that's the only time when black people get 100% serious and committed is when money is involved. We have to, because protesting is just the beginning. We have to have another step. We can't just we can't just get back on Instagram and start liking Bernice pictures and stuff (laughs) like this ain't happened, bro. Because we literally was just out here setting shit on fire. And three weeks from now, what we gonna be doing? Yeah, we gotta figure out plan. Well, not plan step two now. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I made a post last week, but and I and I told Sam to share it because it can't come from me because I'm not black. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like everything is too spread out. Everybody need to come to a to a plan together and, like, attack one corporation, one area. Because right now, everybody's looting up Gucci, then they're looting Rolex, then they're looting this. They got insurance for all of that. So if you shut down Walmart every single day from now until the end of this pandemic, they can't recover from that. But you trying to you trying to take out all these stores at once is not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So it needs to be a leader who is giving an agenda and fulfilling it everybody at once. Mm-hmm. Without without no planning and stuff, it's not gonna work. Let me add to that. I don't feel like it needs to be a leader. <clears throat> I feel like we should look at it like this because we got three groups of people. We got. Cause they gonna, cause we gonna find the good and evil and everything anyway. So the protesters, they need to have leaders. Okay. The people who want to riot or the people who want to defend, you they need leaders. to be enforcers and they need to have leaders. But they need to be in tune with the each people, other. The people who with all the looting and all of that stuff, they need leaders too, and they need to be the scavengers. Yeah. And as a whole, we have to have uh, what we want. Vision. 
Really? We need to have a, a, a mission statement. We need to know where we're trying to get. We need to know exactly what we want because we don't know exactly what we want. Yeah, because How the fuck we gonna get there the biggest, if we don't know exactly what we want? We're going to end up just taking some shit because yeah. we don't know exactly what, what we want. What you want, so you just the, taking it. The biggest problem you're going to run into now, though, is with the mindset of this country as a whole, you don't know what to believe. 100%. And, and, and from the, and from the top, through. all they're doing is saying it's fake news, fake news, fake news. So when anybody puts out any information, half of America, whether the information's right or wrong, is going to discard it from the start. Yeah. And, would, and then the people that, I mean, you have to stand for what you, you know, for something. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are trying to push this to go change a racist person's mind. But they're so closed-minded. Any information yeah. you throw up, and when they see black, they automatically shut down. So they're not listening to that anyway. Not, yeah. And certain businesses, um, it's, it's just like a it's a barbecue place in in Durham, and he came out and blatantly said it. He don't need black dollars anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of businesses that you threatening to boycott them and not spend money there. And they don't even want your or, money. Or, don't even want you there to start with. See, that's that's my thing mm-hmm. is because they try to spin the narrative of, oh, look at these black people destroying their own neighborhoods. But let's go back to the ownership. Nobody owns Target. That's a white corporation. So if that's what I'm saying. If you go and you target a certain corporation, because how I feel is Walmart is one of the top five richest families in America. They give the least in charity. They give the least. They pay the least in taxes. They give the least back to the communities. But who's all filling up Walmart? Black people, Spanish people, Asian people. So if if you're going to attack anything, it needs to be something like that rather than the barbecue spot. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to attack ourselves, bro. We need to hold ourselves accountable, bro. And it comes back to putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Bro. We don't have to. We don't. What is what is us not spending Walmart money at Walmart going to do for us? What are we going to do with the money? Yeah. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to get spent. Yeah. Yeah. It we might need not be there, to but it be somewhere else. spend it. What do we do with this studio? But, but a lot of that goes back to the media. All right. Prime example. One of my riding buddies ride motorcycles with him all over, over the country. He's older than I am. He's 60 years old. He told me the story of when he had he was 51, I believe it was. His sister brought his mother there because he had to do something to her car. He runs a body shop. Mm-hmm. And she is so in-depth in this belief that a black man can't achieve anything, that if he's running a business, it's going to be subpar service. It's going to be delivered late. It's going to be done incorrect. She was sitting in his waiting room, first time ever being in his business, He's 51 years old. And she came to him and called him by name and said, I can't believe you're doing all of this. How did you learn this? And he said, Mom, I've been doing this forever. You just never come around or never believed I could do it. Yeah. And um, she broke down in tears because she had always thought he would be in some hole in the wall, half doing something, and just scraping by. And um, here he is making six figures, running a successful shop that's been going for years, 51 years old before and this is his trade from when he was in his 20s that's wild you know so that's just the way even our people have been programmed to think instead of 
you yeah. know. Yeah, we do, we don't as I feel like we tear each other down. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one of the first things. Just like time. he was just saying, we need to work on ourselves first. And a lot of us do need to improve our outlook of our fellow man. That's true. But that still does not step sidestep the issue right now of the b- brutality and the injustice that we're going through. Regardless, you but know. But see, see, the one one issue is people handle emotions different. That's you know what I'm fact. saying? That's yeah. that's the whole Martin Luther King Malcolm X argument. And it's going to be until the end of time because people handle anger different. Some people fight and some people plan and they do things methodically. And ain't, ain't nothing wrong with neither one of them. And, and, and I, that's what I'm saying. Necessary. That's what I'm both saying. I think, I think both and of them are needed. Yeah. So everybody needs to get on the same page. If you're going to attack something, attack something that's not your own. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to peacefully do it, you know what I'm saying? That There's nothing wrong with that either. But there needs to be an exact agenda. Right, that's, that's the agenda, I'm at. the that's, agenda need to be. We need to build ourselves up. But this is we need to re, We need to make a repeat of, of, of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's why I'm with you. We're gonna have. It's gonna. We gonna have to make them come do that. And if they want to do that, is at this point, everybody who don't look like us got a role model who look like us. Yeah, everybody right. ain't with that. Oh, black people ain't <laughs> shit, shit. That's why. That's why me and Mike, he not here, but we always had the argument because he was like, "We, I can't do this because we're so oppressed." My thing is, the world is influenced by black people, not African Every black, not African black people, American, American black, black people. people, Asia. You know what I'm saying? When you go to any part of Africa, they they listening to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about oppressed, bro, like it's statues of Americans in Japan. That's mm-hmm. that's my point, bro. So <laughs> so it's it's like the world already loves the culture. And I saw a meme saying, "I wish we love black people like we love the culture." You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like everybody has to stand with this. But I, this is where I, I'm trying to piggyback on. Until we stand, we have, everybody ain't gonna stand. We have to do that as a as our own culture of people, bro. Our own culture. We will spend no matter what. Like Marvin said, we will tear each other down, bro. It's just the culture and the nature that we were brought up on. Like you, you rarely see a lot of black people supporting other black people. Yeah, that's the problem. You we'll know put what? The dollar you know what? We'll put the dollar to <laughs> Gucci before we will put it to. Mastering the man's brand, or they you know, want a discount. They want a discount. Or they, exactly. They want. <laughs> hey man, you want to, bro? I know you can do something for me. Why do I got to do something for you? You don't walk into Nike asking them to do nothing. Hey, for listen, you, bro. Mm, listen. Crazy. That's a fact. That's crazy. That's a fact. This is what I think should happen in situations like that. Y'all remember in Aladdin when <laughs> this is gonna be funny, but it's gonna make sense. Y'all remember in Aladdin where they didn't um who was about to get uh. In the, in the front of the whole kingdom, everybody was out there. They was about to hang him because it was something that they agree with. They didn't agree with that he did, and that was a punishment. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. Oh, public. Uh, that's what yeah. needs to, all the all of those people that you talking about yeah. them. Yeah, that's what they need. They need to publicly the, be the denounced. Yeah, yeah. Every time, every time it happens, they need to publicly be denounced. Like what? See, all right. Stay over because, there because with that. I, and, and, because check it. Because like even for Guala, guaranteed. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just asking my man a question. How many times do you get somebody that want to get a cut and they trying to get the deal? <laughs> it's probably. I mean, way. if you if you hear <laughs> if you hear the prices, they gonna be looking for a deal anyway. Because yeah. everybody prices done went up since we've been back mm-hmm. in the shop. Yeah. 
Everybody. It is what it is. Just like just like over the quarantine, I have the people have the people that you seen coming here that I recorded. You ain't never seen them before. I might yeah, not I even cutting them again. <laughs> they were just looking for somebody to cut their hair at the time. Yeah. It is what it is. That's Y'all how the cookie crumbles. But see, here's what here's what really bugs me. We just talked about how the world pays attention to hip hop culture and, and basically African American culture. So why are, are is everybody taking that influence and putting it behind white businesses? You you understand what I'm saying? Because we not doing it. Because we somebody got to do exactly. it. Exactly. What do you mean? What do you mean somebody got to do it? We we get we rather in the high, in the bigger picture of things. Yeah. We'd rather be the pack mule than the than the owner. But see, that's not true. We because all, we, it well, is a, that, there's a reason why J. Cole doesn't wear any brands. You know what I'm saying? It's a person. It's a personal. <laughs> it's a well, Puma, shout out. Puma, yeah. shout out Puma. Puma is about what J. Cole and hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. about. It's a, it's a, there's a reason why artists go pop. You're right. Pop, pop is one thing. But what I'm saying is it's a there's personal a, choice. There's a reason why artists go pop. Like, okay, listen. Even in the black community. The white dollar means more than the black dollar. Why is that though? That's like, the problem. Like you play two K, right? I know you play two K because you think you could play basketball. <laughs> Here's my thing: when you playing those 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 sponsorships come to you, and you can choose to accept or not, right? Yep. So when you sit in there, just like Steph Curry said, "I'm not going to go to Nike. I'm gonna go here because they're gonna let me put my Bible verses on my shoes." Everything should come with a a movement that you're trying to. Accelerate. That's all in a person, though. Yep. That's all you yeah, have to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to be a person right. conditioned in your own mind. Like my man said, you have to know what you want. You right? got to be intentional in your moves. Exactly. So if you just like, oh man, Nike about to cut me this fat check, man, yeah. I sell my soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I but, do. I do but, agree. Hey, with Master P can sign you a fat check too. It just ain't gonna be Nike check right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. You but could be the person. See, have you t- just have you, like Mikey Williams said? I could be the person that made Master P. Motherfucking, uh, what's the dude that 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 created the waffle the waffle uh soul for Nike? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I know yeah. talking about yeah. that. But have you heard him talk about that? Ooh, he had that issue with Kodak Black, and he said Kodak Black rather pay a white person twenty percent than pay him fifteen percent. Yeah, Kodak Black ignorant as fuck though. I hundred percent agree, but he <laughs> his his thing was basically like he feels like white people are much trustworthy, and I feel like the opposite. though. What's crazy is that's the same mindset that my great godmother had, and she was ninety something. <laughs> I saw. I actually saw a meme where it was from way back in the sit-ins. They posted up a picture about uh, police brutality. So that just shows that whatever we think, like we we keep on saying we need to learn history to change it, but something's not working, bro. You know what we I'm saying? We keep stopping. Yeah. And I feel, I they feel keep like distracting us I feel to stop. Like, his like dad, this is this is how crazy right. it is, bro. We was in, I was in the shop cutting hair today, and I put on a playlist of old music from like the seventies, the sixties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they talk about it. A long time coming came on, and it was it wasn't <laughs> it, you know they don't have music videos, so it was a picture yeah. show of all the shit that was going on then, uh-huh. and it looked like everything that's been happening since Saturday. Uh, we we had a cookout like what, last week. And yeah, we ate yeah, dinner. Yeah. We ate dinner with his family, and it's funny because I was whoa, trying. Invite to the cookout. Nah, bro, you you ain't never in town, bro. So, um, <laughs> bro, couldn't <laughs> bring me. Bro, couldn't like, bring me my shoes. <laughs> but like, 
Uh, we talk. We, hey, but you got him though. <laughs> yeah, you, I got him. But I, I thought you was gonna deliver. Tell him what you got. You got some fresh flint. Yeah, I got. I, I go get him. Chill out. I go get him. <laughs> but, um, I need the fourteens, the red joints too. Yeah, but we had. I let your boy get them guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, we sir. had we had to cook out or whatever, and we just sat down and ate dinner together. And I talked to his dad for like forty five minutes, and we were just basically talking about what was going on. His dad said, "Back in the day, you knew who the master was." You know what I'm saying? Like, you knew they was going to beat you. You knew they was going to rape the one, the women and stuff like that and give you just enough food to get back on the job. He, and then he turned around and he said, ain't shit changed. You just got an iPhone now. And I feel like that is 100%. Crazy, I feel like that's... I we feel might like, need to eat in the podcast on that one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's 100% accurate. He's you know crazy, what I'm saying? Because man, Add another right, zero though. to that. <laughs> For real. Because when we talk about, when we talk about welfare... They pay, they pay women to keep the men out the house. You know what I'm saying? And they, they don't give you enough to retire on. They give you enough just to make it to the next month. No, they, they give you enough just so you want to be like, I ain't finna get no full-time job. Exactly. So they're giving you benefits for not wanting to get more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all, it's all like this whole freedom thing is weird because it, it makes it so that it's not real. They just they just putting you in a box and just not showing you the box. That's all that's happening. It's plexiglass. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> bro, exactly. So it's like it's, it's like bro. this whole we're we talk so much trash about socialism, socialism and all of that stuff. Ain't no difference. This whole democracy is an illusion, bro. When once they can implement a curfew and they say all of this stuff like dog, like that just shows you that they can take our rights away at any time. All they're doing is letting us talk shit. Well, you know, the democracy is an illusion when you look at the popular vote and the electoral vote. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the people can yeah. pick who they want, yeah. but they still going to put in who they exactly. need in there. So that lets you know right there. I say but, we overthrow this motherfucker. But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 you know, the crazy thing is, is why we talk about that on that note, though. <laughs> to everybody, that's hilarious. Man. I'm serious. But, but the thing is, though, we got to vote, though, bro. That's the thing though too is like also like bro it's important like I don't know if I mean, it's ever apparent imperative to know that like we need to vote. You need dog. to, yeah. We, we need, need to, to, vote. Like to vote. We need to it's vote. It's always like a slap in the face. So when you see the popular vote picks this person, yeah, and yeah. then you yeah. 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 That's that's right. this is how we, this is how we damn electoral that, vote. You know, okay. This is how we fix that, Marvin. Let's definitely get into this because I have a, I have a strong issue with this whole voting system. You know you can't become in public office without money, right? So that doesn't mean they're the best person to lead us. So that's why I think the whole voting thing is a scam because these people shook certain hands to get where they're at. And they got certain agendas that don't necessarily... That's what they call politics. Exactly, but they don't necessarily (laughs) have the people's interest at heart. So you're voting for somebody who don't even give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, we talk about Trump versus Joe Biden. I hate both of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like, I don't feel like either one of them has, has the country, or especially the minority's best interest at heart. So that vote is basically just an illusion of bullshit. So you can vote left, you can vote right, but you're still going to end up with shit regardless. Yeah, but it's uh, but the we crazy thing about with voting. Had Bernie four years ago. But, <laughs> hey, but, but the, cra- the crazy thing about voting is like I know we look at the big p- 
picture of just the presidents, but really it's more yeah. the a representative. The locals. The house, the, 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 your local government, but the House representatives, because the president really don't make no damn decisions like that. That shit has to get voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has to get passed by the world. So that's what we really messing up. Yeah, people, we just looking at the one. That's person. a fact. The that's a, a big face. fact. Fuck that. That's man. a we big fact. We need to fact. get the people, the right but people, the, in the damn house. The, the, the only the way house. we can get the right people in the damn house is if we get the right people local, and the right people that Boom. we want local, we have to put our money behind them people. Because, like you said, it takes money. It's a popularity contest. Right <laughs> How do you win a popularity contest? <laughs> Cha-ching. Exactly. The right people have. We have, as I've been saying the entire episode. Step two is to figure out how we can put our money behind the shit that we want. Whether it start in Raleigh, whether it start in Robertson County, whether it start in Chicago, whether it start wherever it start. If y'all want that shit to change, if y'all want the people y'all really want in office, we gotta pay for that shit. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm with the whole niggas thing be talking about, about payola buying. don't exist, bro. This shit and everybody moved by money. Uh, that's why this is a capitalist society. And that's why our democracy don't exist. That's what we got. I know they talking about that whole thing on social media about like the whole blackout, the whole blackout, not buying anything for it. I'm yeah. see. I'm with you the plan. Like what you saying? Like step two is figure out where this money going. So we not buying anything from any of these places. What are we doing the money? Because you gonna do something. Let's put it where we need and to that, go. Bl- that blackout shit is a, that blackout shit is a prime example of everybody being willing to do some shit. But we are confused. For the day, yeah, what, what are we blacking out? But we, we are confused because the blackout, the blackout. <laughs> for for some people, they say that for they say the blackout shit was fake. But I felt like it was effective. They said yeah. that the blackout shit came from some shit called the show must be paused or something like that, and it was for the music industry to stop posting the music and the entertainment industry to stop posting about entertainment and yeah. to start posting about what the hell is going on. So the algorithms will really show just that. I don't know where the black squares came from, but at the end of the day, everybody posted the black squares and was waiting for what the fuck to do next. When Mm -hmm. the shit came out that the black square shit was stupid, what everybody did? Made sure everybody knew the black square shit was... Like, everybody is ready to go. We just need to know where we finna put the money at. Because if we not gonna spend money at Walmart and Target, we can steal that shit and sell that shit at nigga lane. Since they want to call niggas niggas. Yeah, since they want to say the n word so bad, we gonna call that shit nigga mark. Nigga come shop there. Yeah, and they gonna get their ass whooped when they come in that bitch. Yeah. So the, and, and the next thing to that, so let's say step one worked, and 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 all the black dollars started going to black business and whatnot. Now that all these blacks have the money in the hand, what's the next step? What are they gonna do with the money? Yeah, we need to work. We need to organize. Either a way to protect the money or protect ourselves. You know, are the the owners of these different businesses that get all the money, are they going to become... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gonna now, come, I'm gonna yeah. buy two uh, Bentleys I, I, and, and, and a, a no, beach I, house I and a house in the mountains. I think it's starting just, to take a page out of like where the, where the money go? For, for what I'm thinking is, I think you, we take a page because I mean we have an example. Like not to just throw it out there. Like I think LeBron's a good example of doing stuff. Back in communities mm-hmm. and doing stuff like for the enrichment of others, like starting schools. I think that's like stuff we got to do. Like, like we need to like do stuff that's going to impact our communities mm-hmm. and our future. That's of a the fact. Kids going forward with that the same kids with are that future, money. With the money, they, they are what we are. We are. But see, you got to look. LeBron is in a different. 
position. He's got he, millions of dollars is, coming he in, so he's not stressed about money, and he's no, not no, like he's not. this is my this is my break. He he knows he's already gotten his yep. break, so he's making the most of it. But what about the average black business owner? But I, I'm I was saying I'm saying has like, an influx saying? all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. What is he gonna do with that excess cash? Because just like in the NBA, they say that nobody teach you what to do with you the money. No, they don't. They don't. Because you, I think a lot of those guys that are getting the opportunity have never seen that kind of mm-hmm. that, that money yeah. before, so they have no idea. How we're to gonna have to we're gonna have stuff. to look at for we're gonna have to look for a way to build an infrastructure so that it's a way it's a like it's a way to pull the shit off. And I can't say so it won't go wrong because shit gonna go wrong. It's just how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rome, Rome won't build in the day. And although they built that shit, that don't mean they fucked. Up, they didn't fuck some shit up along no, the way. Yeah. So it's gonna be some stumbles, but we need to have an infrastructure on how we gonna do shit. But that's we got to know what we want first and where we trying to go, and that's gonna help create that 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 yeah. outline. But I also think like you know what I'm saying. Using like even now, like we work in these other corporations, people work for other people. I think that's why I'm always a person like an advocate for you can learn from anybody. Mm-hmm. So even if you're in a situation. Use stuff to propel you to get to where you're trying to go. Like, take that stuff, like, one for us in, in our black culture. We're never taught finance. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know, like, how to do certain stuff with, like, money, investing yeah. money. Like, we're fact, never taught that. No, don't so say that. Can, don't say that. Don't say that because it's 2020, and we know so many people who majored in finance at a and alone. Now, but now, I'm saying now. Yeah. But I'm saying historically, yeah, but for our culture, not none of them know finance. Yeah, but like moving, that, like, you know, yeah, so. that's but exactly forward, right. But moving but forward, moving forward, we're in a way better space than where we were back then. Like matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, that's the infrastructure. That's so the it's, infrastructure. It's all, that's why I, I feel like, like it's on who, us. Who don't know what to do with their money? They got finance. We got we got people who know finances. Who know about finances? That's right. They can't spend no money without talking to them first. I feel like it's, and I feel like it's on us. None of us can be accountable. We can't spend no money until it got something to do with the black community. That's what the finance, but that's what the people who manage their finance for. Still, at the end of the day, though, like the conversation we have now, all these other things that are coming in are still clouding the main issue, which is police brutality. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing we got to come to the table with is the demands and. Stipulations and limitations on how we're going to be treated, what we're going to settle for. So, do you think? Do you think every cop that kills somebody should go through a murder trial? And I yes. feel like every cop that's there should be charged murder, with accessory to murder too. It, it, I mean, you, you have to look at it. I mean, I have police officers in my family. Yeah. I have a uncle now in South Carolina that is still sheriff department. Yeah. You have to look at it. Both ways, and all cops are not bad cops. That's that's but true. But in this day and time, okay, they have uh, body cams. Yeah, it should be on. It should be on. That should be mandatory. If you're going to file a police report and you had a physical interaction with a person, that should be the first thing that's on the tape. Dash cam from the car, body cam from his camera, for the whole thing. If you go into a situation and a person is hurt, and your body cam is off, yeah, he needs to go to trial. Yeah. Because now it's just your your word, Versus and somebody. we see what the police word is in a lot of situations. Not always, but a lot of situations. Everybody that brings there me should back, be accountable, too. Yeah, yeah, like Will Smith said, racism hasn't changed. It's just being filmed now. 
Yeah. So that takes me back to the Rodney King incident. When you go back to those recordings, just voice recordings between the officers, there was incidents where they said one officer to another, I thought we were going to lay low for a while. That lets you know right there, this was an ongoing thing with them. Been doing it for years in their little clip. Yeah. Rodney King's incident just happened to get filmed. And they had all in a circle stood and agreed. Maybe we're getting too much attention or whatever it is. We're going to lay low for a while. And mm-hmm. then that happened. But that's recorded, and that's that's in history and in part of that, that trial. So, I mean, the body cam thing was voted on as a step to protect citizens and accountability for the police. If they've given that tool and they don't keep it on to use it, yeah, they should go to a trial if a person's hurt. That's a fact. Because they should be yeah. held to a much higher standard. Like, and, bro, and, and, this is and then people this have to look at it, too, from a, a, a realistic standpoint. If you're running down the street and the police are trying to stop you and you turn around and shoot at them, your ass should get shot. Yeah, absolutely, you know, bro, because now I'm defending myself. I'm defending myself But, now. I mean, if you're standing on the corner and you just got a stack of CDs and you're just selling CDs, it's, it's, it's no reason for them to even put their hands on you. At all. Yeah. You know, if, if you're not supposed to be there and you go in and the store owner says, I want him removed, I mean, they can confiscate your CDs and stuff and make you leave. If you put up a fight, well, then you stepped across the line. But it's no reason to just tackle somebody and pin them down because they're trying to make a few dollars and not hurting anybody. Or just, you know wrongly profiling somebody as if they have something or doing something because I mean the thing about my man was just jogging and you know you know mm-hmm. the incident went and them won't even them won't even police though hey, yeah, yeah they won't yeah, yeah. They they won't, was just, that was yeah. that was yeah. I think it was reti- that's the was type of neighborhood watch we need yeah <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case. You talk that the the the, uh, the looters that they need that they need to be on yeah. that type of neighborhood. But see, watch. I saw a, a post the other day, and they said our biggest mistake was um, what's the guy with uh, the Trayvon Martin thing? Oh, George, oh, Zimmer. George yeah, Zimmer. Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah, when they let him walk, that was the that, that was that, the problem. That is a major blow to us because yeah. these guys here, the three of them with the Ahmad situation, basically did the same, same thing. Yeah. With neighborhood watch, we you know. They had a, a, a sheriff in, his, in their back pocket that had basically told them, you police the neighborhood, don't call me, and, and I'll cover for you. It's basically the situation they had. We, as a community, right. we dropped the ball on that, too, because for people to be saying all the craziest people in the world from Florida, somebody should have popped his ass. Yeah. It's like, he, that shit shouldn't have went yeah. to trial. Somebody should have roasted his yeah. ass. So anybody in, in, in Florida trying to get street cred of being hard, mm-hmm. you got George Zimmerman walking around. Go no, roast his ass. That's why, that's why, who said that? Jay-Z for the said gang, that, right? For the gang, go roast his ass. Yeah. Jay-Z said that, right? He said George Zimmerman, he's still alive, streets are done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we we talked about this earlier before this podcast started. When Nipsey died, his shooter was found within 24 hours by the Crips. So my thing is, there is power in the streets. So when you see something like that, ain't no excuse to let that ride because the police, like like this this whole situation. I don't know if you guys saw. They were posting his whole family's information online. Yeah, the guy, the guy that, that yeah. killed George. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah his you, whole family. You saw how many police officers they had to protect his home because they surrounded yeah. his house. Ain't no way, yeah. ain't no way to protect because you don't know where the threat's coming from. Now the whole the whole country is mad at you, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? So like, you can't ain't, go ain't nowhere. No ain't, you can't go dog, nowhere, dog. You're done. Your <laughs> y'all life is really, over. y'all really finna just. This is the thing. Like, the whole city could have just went out there. Y'all really finna have the police shoot at the whole city? What you mean? If all right, if they wanted to, they could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your whole neighborhood. Your whole neighborhood. How many people in your neighborhood? My neighborhood look different. It's more whitewashed. It don't matter if they. <laughs> If the whole neighborhood, yeah, if the whole neighborhood, if Trayvon Martin whole neighborhood went to George Zimmerman house, it don't matter how many security, yeah, they, police they, are going they, they on if they want to. This the police officer is either going, the police officer is either going to get down or they're going to lay yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you protecting somebody who did something wrong. The system not going to do it right. We're gonna do it exactly. That's see. That's what I'm saying. And, and the thing is, I feel like for me personally, I feel like it's gonna get to that point if this situation is not handled accordingly, the right way. And the thing is, if it's gonna get to that point, because I'm not against it getting to that point, we need to be prepared. Well, the cra- the crazy thing you said that, which now is making me uh, bring to another uh, topic. My man uh, Drew Brees out here making uh, his comment, which I felt was like, the worst time. Worst timing on his comment. Fuck no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, worst timing on the comment. But that just going because the whole team, like, bro, everybody been on him. Mm-hmm. was on his ass. Everybody on his team black. Yeah, exactly. And he in the like, second blackest city in America. Yeah. yeah bro, you I'm, think just because you won the Super Bowl, you can – Say, I mean, you can say what you want to say. You granted your own opinion. I mean, you just got to walk with that when you cross that line. But now, everybody's been posting they they Saint schedule pictures. Everybody's been posting their Saint schedule. Like, got that day marked when they play the Saint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but see, bro, like it's just too much. It's too much to stop. You know what I'm saying? It's just there's no way to stop it. If if justice is not going to be done the right way. Have to be done the wrong way. <laughs> that's just that's it's already how, been done done the wrong, done way. The wrong yeah. way. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about like morally. Like we're not supposed to just go overthrow the police. But at the same time, a lot of these it police, happened to Genghis Khan. It happened. I feel to, you. Uh, I feel you. But it a lot happened of, to Napoleon. See, a lot of these people. A lot of these police, just it like the army, are our friends and family. So you got those few bad apples that are are just doing it for an ego trip, right? I don't feel. Like, if it really came to the shits, 70% of the cops is going to fire on the, the civilians. I don't feel the same thing either way. So, that's why that's, you either get down or lay down. Exactly. So I, I don't like, feel like if the shit go down, uh, I don't feel like majority of the white people on this uh, in America, I feel like if the shit go down, they not going to be with a lot of the white people. You know why? Why? Cause they got grandkids that's mixed. Yeah, facts, facts. Bro. They got a boy. They got a boyfriend. They got a boyfriend from 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 Worthdale. Yeah, I did. I did. I did, I like, did see that meme. They, were like, they favorite. They favorite person in the world, LeBron. Kobe yeah, just died. They're a Lakers yeah. fan. Like, yep. like I said, every, at this point in the world, everybody, they favorite person in the world, probably black, bro. Yeah. It ain't gonna that's be as young. many people on the supremacist side as we think. I no feel way. Like. No way. It's just, I mean, we really got to get organized. 
Mm-hmm. And we really got to get serious. That's, 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 that's what. And we really got to put this money up. Just like, just talking, like we got serious about the podcast in the studio. Yeah. Put money up. And organize. Yeah. See, I, I talked to one of my, not not employers, but like basically the, the person who overlooks a lot of the jobs. And he's a white dude, right? And he was basically telling me his point of view. So I was just asking him questions, just trying to see where he, where his thoughts lie. And he was like, I'm going to let you know. The racist white people are probably under 20%, right? But the moment you start doing this shit where it's like blacks only and you start attacking white people, now their 20% just grew Mm -hmm. because now they feel like they got to defend themselves. And he said a lot of, like, he said most, 90% of people think what this dude did was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's how everybody handles the situation, whether you're going to have 90% of the population on your side or you're going to start scaring people to join the other side unwillingly. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the only reason why that question is so big, whether what's the right way to handle this situation. Because we can already see the world is behind us. But now what's the next move to keep them behind it? It's not really a question, though. The qu- I mean, the answer is there's only one thing to do. You have to hold people accountable. Like, you can't just keep letting people get off and walk around and spend time with their family. These other cops were there with their family for nine days after they should have been charged with murder. Like, you just have to hold people accountable. You keep letting people get away with it, then people don't feel bad about doing it. So who do you attack? Somebody has to be an example. Like, you have to make the example of somebody and just set the tone. Like, all right, from this day forward, this is what the fuck happens when you do something like this. Yeah, like, so, you can't so, just like, let people get slapped on the wrist. That's my point. How do you make an example out of, the, out of this situation? What we just I, did. Well, we, yeah. But I also think, I also think this changing the charge, the the, uh, the the status of brush charges went up. Yeah. Went up. I think that is now going to make, like, he's about to become the example. Like, cause we've let so, so many have passed and got off. Nah, this is but this is this is, still, this even is his charge. Got, they charge him with second degree murder. That's still. I mean, still left, it, it still should be for me. That should be yeah, first degree yeah, murder. Be you sitting on this man's huh? neck with your hands it in your pocket, looking. They want to charge the other officers. That's the only reason they didn't do that at first. They should have charged him that heavily at first. But when, when you're third degree charge, you can't have an accessory to the murder with third degree. So they were trying to save the other three guys mm-hmm. off the rip. Yeah. Like, and that's how you know it's wrong because yeah. you're like, okay, well, you shouldn't be trying to save officers off the rip. You know what I mean? Because y'all didn't even go through a, a trial yet or an investigation. I do feel like they need to be held to a higher standard. So the police need to know the law. And if they see one of their officers acting out of that law, you no, the police know, know the law. law. No. They they know they the law of anybody. The law is yeah. to their what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you know what's wrong, right or wrong, bro. They could have checked them, bro. When you like, have, easily, like, bro, when, yo, that's too much, bro. You mm-hmm. ease up, bro. Bro, bro they could have easily tased them, like, bro, what are you doing? Clap. Yeah, no, but, that's I mean, what I'm saying. So now, now what he's saying is the charges get brought up. I'm saying once the cops around are watching this happen, they are now just as bad as this one person. Right. All of them are in that situation because this man was handcuffed. He wasn't combative in any of the... In any instant. He was handcuffed. And you got a person holding his legs, a person on his back, I mean, and you're handcuffed. So how much fighting could you possibly do? He wasn't even fighting. So, I mean, it was no need for any of that. Yeah. 
But this is what I'm saying. I feel like I think it should all be first degree. Yeah. Because because like one hundred percent. If we go into a bank, we all, all going four. out with the same shit, huh? Would you say all four? All four, all four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if we all go into a bank, we coming out with the same charges. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, mm-hmm. ain't no. The old, same thing happened yeah, in Central the, Park. The yeah, driver, the gunman, the one that's in the store, the whole Every bank robbery. Person. Everybody's getting the same charge. And, and just like when they go to the, we will bring back Takashi Six Nine when they go to the Rico stuff. They bring out, they bring down everybody in the gang. The police is a gang, so why do they not all get charged the same shit? Ain't no, ain't no division in this. Oh, he was, he was blocking off the people, so he didn't stop nobody. You heard people in the crowd saying, "What are you doing?" And this dude was still looking at the crowd and not paying attention to his his fellow officers. That's, mm-hmm. that's why I like. I saw a post or a video of a, of a, a woman officer. I think it was a black woman. That was uh, with a, another group of cops. It was like uh, you know some white guys and uh, black guys, and, you know, and uh, other races there. But one dude was going out of line with the protesters. She snatched this dude on her own police force, pushed him to the back, and was cussing all of them out. Yeah, and that's then, what needed you know to happen, though. He yeah. needed exactly. to be made an example every of every single like time. Exactly. Just every like this situation, time. like. This situation right here, they need to be made an example of just like them four little kids who spent their entire adolescence in jail were. With the five kids that spent it because other dudes spent pretty much. But the thing is, though, you make a public example out of somebody like that. All right. For a person to do something like that, they already got a screwed up mindset. You make an example out of embarrass them, make them mad. The first chance they think they're off camera and can do it again, they're just going to do that or worse. So I don't think that's a solution. And then when you see these officers put on paid leave or suspended or even fired, I mean, they're just going to go somewhere else and get a job with a chip on their shoulder and um, but I do worse. I, 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 that's I the way I see thing. it. Yeah, but I think like if we get that, that also needs to be taken a little more serious too. Like if you got suspended. I don't think you should be just getting put in another yeah. law in another police department in another state. That's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they should be more accountable than that. You know, because they do it in all other things, sports. They don't be doing the okay. You gone blacklist. Okay, you done. You know what I'm saying? You, you done. You out to leave. Ain't no coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mm-hmm. my thing is piggybacking piggybacking off Marvin's point. I I I think what accountability will do. So take it take it from the like the workforce. Every day there's black people who put on an image when they go into work and are not themselves in the workforce. You know what I mean? Because of fear of reference, like like getting in trouble, fear of getting fired, fear of whatever. You know. So like. I think by holding these officers accountable, at least the most minimal thing you might have is them at least try to put on an image. Because right now they're not even caring. They're going to work just as racist as can be. Like they don't give a fuck. Like, I, got I got the cops side. They're like, whatever. Like I got these twelve officers on my side that are going to have my back and whatever. They're not even trying to hide it. That's what. But at least at the minimum you might say well shit i can't be that racist today like that's what that's what really bothered me he knew he was being recorded and he was just looking like what so like people was with cell phones in his face and he was like bro 100 he knew that force had his back so he's like whatever happens they're not going to get me in trouble i'm going to go to jail because they got my back he was involved in three other killings 
Yeah, yeah, that's I how bad. That's how bad right. the system other, is, though. I'm like, why is he still working? That yeah. he was not so even worried three, about getting three in other three other killings and 17 write-ups. Yeah, I was reprimands. Like, I was like, why? Why is he still working? Like, that's a, that's a flaw. That's a flaw system. That whole station should be got that. But going. with that record right. and him being on camera, he but was not worried. Were all about those write-ups at, at the same precinct, or has he been different places? I don't know. So I that's my point. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them might he have been played, with ones, 17 riders. He had to been different places, different yeah. places, but just, three you just move with that chip on your shoulder and do worse. But that's because what I'm saying. Now that, you're angry. That shit, yeah, you know, that shit, and you got away with it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think you should be able to do that. Like, once you get like, there should be like a strike. Set. Like, you should have some kind of system in place that after you do so many, like, bro, you are out of the league. Like you done, mm-hmm. you done. Ain't no coming Josh back. Gordon. Ain't no, yeah, bro, you done. But I ain't, feel you like you can't come back. But, I, don't I feel care like what you but do. if the it's chief over. or the person at the top is as corrupt and has done these things in his way up to coming to the top, he's gonna protect those officers coming up under him. So they just get shuffled around and they keep doing the same thing. So how can we track that? The and then these officers that the are charged. What happens with them after they are charged and sentenced? Do That's, they actually go do this time, nah. or they given a different identity? How can we track nah, these? You know, to make sure that <laughs> yeah. That's true. I didn't even think you know, about that. You're right. Think saying, about that you know, they are the police. They are the ones that give that secret, secret life. Yeah. So did yeah. this guy? They just put the puppet show on and charge them, and then they go off to pasture somewhere, and we never see them again. Yeah. Or can we go and visit and, them? And visit them. You know, <laughs> I want to go knock on the glass. And look, I do. You know, I do feel like he should get serving this time. He should get life life in prison because I know when you do that embezzlement shit. You get mad years because you you abusing your job. He's abusing his job. Like when when somebody's in handcuffs and defenseless, and then you kill them, bro. That's life. Ain't mm-hmm. no other way to. Ain't no other way to really justify. It. But I think what pushed the people to the point this time is the way he did it. You sit there with your hands in your pocket and just chill for nine minutes, like and you can neck. see you can see the look on his face is like yeah. What are y'all gonna do about it? Yeah, you can see it in his, in you know, mm-hmm. just that look. Yeah, he done. <laughs> he gotta I, I, be I'm, done. I'm it's, just saying this gotta. There has they have to. This is on also to like the. I feel like the whole police system. Like there has to be something put in place because a lot of places have it, bro. Like you can't like. But if the person at the top is not enforcing it, but it, what it, good it, is it don't. It? Need, but I'm I'm saying it has to be further than just a person at the top. Because, they, I mean, everybody has somebody to respond to, to answer to. I feel like, so even if you're a police chief, you got to go to, you answer to some damn body. Right. You know but what I'm still, saying? So I feel like still, it has to be something Look, look at the number of incidents that, that happen and all the body cams are off. You know, you have incidents with seven, eight police officers involved and nobody's body cam is on. That's I mean, been, that's been since the 90s, though. People like cops planting drugs on people. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's your automatically that's, get locked up. Until, that's, yeah, until the body cam on. Oh, you locked up, bro. Automatic lock, automatic lock up Done. until your trial. That's what I'm saying. They, we have to put something in place. Shit, pass the trial. Oh, you already at fault, bro. But, but you know what? Ooh, we right. can all invest, especially a person that only has one vehicle, not going to cost you a fortune. Put the cameras in your car. Oh, they, but they say do that now anyway. You, you, you need to do that. I, I learned that from actual yeah. uh, bikers. Like you said, well, mm-hmm. I know Mar- Marvin, you do that so, big time. But I learned that from dudes riding bikes. They were like, but ride it with a camera. Yeah. See, it went on because bro, cops. But no, you GoPro a hundred dollars. But no, you just, but see, you got to turn a GoPro on. I'm talking about an actual. You can get an actual camera. That's there's a camera in the car made to go in the car mm-hmm. that is constantly recording, but it's not saving it. But yeah. it senses the impact. 
and it also has an easy reach button that when you touch it, it saves like footage from a minute before you yeah. touch the button. Mm-hmm. Instead of constantly deleting it, it'll See, start saving. So it'll back up a minute or it has a impact sensor. So if you were to be in an accident, it backs up one minute and save that footage leading up to the accident. That would be we need to everybody needs to go out and do that, especially women. See, but see that that should be something that we should complain about. Like, if you turn off your body cam, it's guaranteed five years. Ain't no it's reason to do that. No, no trial, straight sentence. Straight five years. That that's just the minimum. But you, but you Not even what? looking at the the situation you were in, because as a police officer, that's your duty. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be collecting evidence, not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you turn that shit off and you go out and you do something and convict anybody, they're automatically free in you five years. I feel like that should be... Nah, five mm-hmm. years should be the minimum. And you should They should go to trial. They should go to sentencing and look at your prior history. 100%. Yeah. But the, whoever you arrested, and whoever, they automatically free. And you gone for five years off the force. I, I or at least a retrial. I think that's their prior history. Why not put... When a cop brings up in a controversial case like that, why not put his whole past record just like they do with us? You exactly. Know, they kill you, but then they go dig up everything in your past to make you look bad, but you're the one that's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, one hundred. Even or getting like, canceled for twenty years before. Yeah, yeah same you know, shit. Even like um with George Floyd. You know, they just constantly well, this happened in his past and all. Uh, they found this in his system, and he was battling COVID nineteen. So I mean, That's what has that got yeah. to do with you killing the man? Yeah, yeah he was battling COVID nineteen. Hopefully, all four but officers he ain't catch. Not, hopefully, he ain't all four COVID. officers yeah, catch but, COVID nineteen yeah, from him. But you, but you, killing on my man neck yeah. ain't help COVID. So, <laughs> no. You so, just took a man out that had COVID. One hundred percent. What you doing? Yeah. So um, way too close. You said way too close. No social distancing. So, so I guess I mean we're gonna keep on we're gonna keep on trying to dive, dive into this and basically come up with a best solution. Um, but I do feel like everybody needed to, to communicate and come keep up with having these conversations exactly because you need you need a solution. You can't oh. all these complaints don't mean shit unless you got a solution and everybody's behind it. I just feel like we everybody every culture everything needs to unite. You know what I'm saying? Because this this system is bigger. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think, we're 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 kids of the crown, so this is not just in America. This is in Britain. Nope. This is in this is all those colonized countries are going through the same shit. So right now, all eyes is on us. So how we handle this is gonna gonna be go, well, going through the world. America looks like some garbage right now. But speaking <laughs> speaking of uh, kids and across the world, so this is a conversation I'm gonna have to have this weekend. Uh-oh. I got an 11 year old. So parenting through a crisis. Yeah. So I got to sit my daughter down and have this conversation, dealing with the protests and all of this thing stuff that's going on, and have this conversation and not preach hate and seem hateful and bitter while having it, and also trying to explain to her the dangers associated with her skin color and the dangers associated with this pandemic that we're going through right now with with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. So explaining that to an 11-year-old. Now, Hector, you got kids. 
Uh, well, eight kids. Yeah, I got one kid. Let's, let's clarify. Yeah, let's, take, let's, let's clarify. Take the let's clarify. I got one kid. I hate, he the, 10. S, I hate the S too, bro. He ten. <laughs> but um, you got kids. He got. See, you put the S on that. <laughs> my son all his. My son all his phone. Okay, chill. Yeah, he got, I feel like he well, got see, one. Well, see, you lucky because he's too young for that conversation, right? Yeah. Now. See, here's here's where I'm I stand on it because the wild thing is our kids are growing up together because his daughter's my sister, so how this works is. I feel like if you hide stuff from the children, you're doing them a disservice because they have every answer at their phone. They have mm-hmm. every answer at their fingertips. When they go to school, they're going to hear it. So if you don't give them the right information at home, it's going to be a problem. And if I, I tell my like if, if I t- exactly, and if I tell my son, yo, racism is real, the cops ain't really for you, and somebody else is teaching their kids trust the police when they get together you know what i'm saying who's right now now it's a situation where the kids are trying to come up with the answer so i feel like as parents we definitely need to sit down and talk to our kids and keep it honest i know i know it's a situation where you don't want to necessarily take their childhood from them but you also don't want to leave them defenseless when they when they leave the house that's a fact you know what i mean especially in public school especially in sports especially in all of these things because kids are, are honest as hell. So when they see a situation arise, they're going to come at you. Like, there was a situation where um, a girl told their parent, basically, why am I hated? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm black. So now, now what, what type of situation are you dealing with? Like, how do you explain that to a child? And I feel like we got to bring back the village mentality. we got to bring back all of that. And as parents, got to unite and even the white parents out there need to sit down and talk and preach that white privilege stuff. Because Killer Mike, I heard him speak today, and he basically said, it's not black people's responsibility to teach white people about racism. They started this shit. So they need to teach themselves about it. And they need to teach their children about it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's white people who don't think that white privilege ain't real. And it's very real. So I feel like every parent in America right now need to be sitting down and talking to their kids because this is not, you can't hide it. You know what I mean? And as parents, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I I, I want to be honest with my child because he, he needs to understand how to make these decisions now. You know what That's I mean? That's a fact because, like you said, it's going to be on Instagram anyway. Like, mm-hmm. like, for instance, bro, Nickelodeon even had some words that they scrolled. Like, Nickelodeon had some joint where, like, in the middle of a program, and they pause everything for, like, nine yeah. minutes to show you how long nine minutes was, and they had a message on the screen talking about they're not, they're against police brutality and all of that other stuff. So even down to Nickelodeon and stuff like that, it's a message being put out. But it's yeah, beyond- I saw it on um, Activision with Call of Duty. They yeah. did it today. So it's a message so, being I mean, put out everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're not going to be proactive and talk to them about it, they're going to come and be like, what the hell is going it's, on? Mm-hmm. Well, th- you got to remember, this, th- this whole issue that we're talking about is, is not just, it's global now. Mm-hmm. This, this is a global situation. Yeah. So, like, if you don't talk to people like your own first, they go, like you just said, they're going to find out regardless. Mm-hmm. Because anything right. they get on, it's on. So it's, it's, there, two, so it's two global issues completely. So one yeah. is the is the racial part of it, and, and then how do we keep them safe? How do you instill in them to act on their own to stay safe through COVID nineteen? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so I mean it's like a double edged sword right now because you can't you watch them 
I mean, you. My dad said, Ziva, don't, don't call yeah, them. That's what my dad said. Don't, don't call yeah. the kids. Well, they hadn't, <laughs> they hadn't been in any stores since the lockdown. But they have been out to play, and they have interacted with, with other kids in the neighborhood from time to time. But that's almost came to a, a screeching halt now. And since all the, 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 um, the protests and stuff are going on, my white neighbors, I haven't seen their kids out at all. Period. Yeah. You know, oh, it's like goodness. they just disappeared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They go. They go. They on double lockdown. Here's the messed up thing is, bro. It's like we don't control the narrative. And that's why his saying is so important. Even when you watch TV shows, they push in certain things. Mm-hmm. The gay agenda, they push in. All of this stuff. And, like, I love everybody. But it's just I don't want my kid to learn that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now when it comes to he just goes on uh, Facebook because they got Facebook kids. Or he goes on YouTube and just sees all of these police killings. Because, you know, it goes by what's trending. Mm-hmm. And right now that's what's trending. As, as messed up as that is to say police killings is what's trending, bro. So now when my son goes on YouTube, that's on the homepage. You know what I'm saying? When he puts on... Lion King, or he puts on, there's always a gay character. Why is that the way my child has to be broken into these different topics that not even a lot of adults understand yet? Well, that's going to be a whole nother topic. Because I got that's a whole another that. episode. That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole nother episode right there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Y'all mar- let that marinate. Time on a No Yes Man podcast. <laughs> you know, y'all, tune, y'all tune in next Friday. Well, yeah, we're going to tap well, into that, No Yes Man podcast. We appreciate so. y'all for, you know what I'm saying, showing love, sharing, commenting, and everything, uh, joining the conversation. Um, like I said, it's New Future Flash in the building. We got... It's your boy, Ralph, underscore, underscore, hat. Y'all already know. It's Marvin. No contact info. Don't, <laughs> don't bother me. This is a one-way conversation. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's your boy, Superstar Guava. Follow me on the gram. I'll start back posting content next week. I took a little break because of the current situation. And Sam, talk to him, dog. Yeah, Sam, talk to him. Yeah. Mastering yeah. the man. I'll let you, boy, man. I'll see y'all next week. He might be Like, bad. share, subscribe. Mastering the man on YouTube. No Yes Man Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Remote location. It's like I'm holding my tongue, I just hope I don't bite it.